Hodge Stevenson Show, HodgeStevenson.com, episode 47, Monday, October 2nd, 2006. You showed me this on YouTube.com, these videos, this guy, the angry Nintendo nerd. Oh, no. Reviewing all these Nintendo Entertainment System games, these old games. <laughs> and they're horrible. Yeah. Oh, man, what was it, uh... Uh, Roger, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and it's Karate all the LGN Kid. games. Yeah, Back to the Future, um, Mick Kids, the McDonald's video game. He really hated Castlevania too, and I agree with him. Yeah, they see nowadays whenever there's a sequel, it's you know, th- these developers are are always thinking how can we do the least amount of work and make the most amount of money. <laughs> Yeah. With, with the sports games, it's like it's the same game every year. But back then, the, the the developers were thinking, "Man, we're making a sequel. We want people to buy it. We're gonna have to make it completely different from the first one." So that's what they were, you know, like Castlevania Two, completely different. Bases yeah. Loaded Two, completely different. And and that increases the risk of making a piece of garbage. <laughs> well. Yeah, basically. But it's like now, you know, it's like the the Tony Hawk, like how many Tony Hawk games are people going to buy that are identical to each other? How many Crash Bandicoot games are they going to make? I know. It's like the Resident Evil, it's like they're all the same game over and over. John Madden football. NBA Live. It's like the same thing. Yeah, but at least with the yeah, year. but I mean with the sport games, you know, the players change teams and new players. And yeah, but you that. could just download that. You know, pay fifty dollars a year just for some little tiny tweaks. Of course, people do it. People wait in line. People call for weeks. Hey, y'all, y'all got the new Madden? Y'all got the new Live? Yeah, I know the people that <laughs> that can't wait a couple of weeks for a video game. Oh, Come man. on. I mean, get a life, people. Welcome to the party, Steven Show. Hi. Speaking of the Shatner roast, uh, that was on Comedy Central. It was really funny. They had, you know, whatever there. Uh, they had Nichelle Nichols and George Takei from Star Trek and Jason Alexander. And <laughs> George Takei. Yes, yes. He kept doing these, constantly doing these gay jokes. Yeah. Everyone doing gay jokes. It had nothing to do with Shatner. Yeah. It was just everyone doing bad gay jokes on George Takei. Yeah. You know, and then that. And then there was this funny bit between Shatner and Nimoy because Shatner didn't want to, he couldn't go there or something like that. So they did this pre recorded thing. It was hilarious. They had Shatner calling Nimoy, and he's like, it's ringing, and his, Nimoy's answer machine picks up. This is uh, Leonard Nimoy. For anyone other than Bill Shatner, leave a message. And then Shatner's like, what? I am William Shatner. Go ahead and pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. <laughs> hey, Bill, how's it going? I heard you're in trouble. I, I, I read on the news you're toast. They said you're toast. Not toast, you idiot. To change the batteries in your hearing aid. It's a roast. Oh, Bill, why are you going to do these roasts? Roasts are for pigs, not for a dignified person like you. And he's like, he's like, why are you doing this roast? Is it for the food? He's like, no, it's not for the food. 
I want to invite you to the roast. Oh, Bill, I'm, I'm not going to go. And then they're like, you know, ex- exchanging pleasantries. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, Bill, I want you to live long and prosper. And then Shatner's like, oh, God, live long and prosper again. Uh. And then finally, he's, and then he, he thinks he hangs up. And Shatner goes, oh, that pointy-eared <laughs> And then Nimoy still like goes, what? I'm still on the line! <laughs> and they yeah. yell at each other. Oh, that, was, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're talking about another Star Trek movie. Oh, yeah? It's like uh, this Paramount. They just <clears throat> they just can't get it right. But they're, they're hiring J.J. Abrams, who's the guy behind the ABC shows Lost and Alias and Mission Impossible, I think two or three. I don't know which one he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it sounds interesting, but but again, it seems like they want to do a movie where it is a basically other actors are going to play Kirk and Spock as young men, and I'm not so sure about that because you know I don't know about I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work, but they're talking about maybe getting Nimoy and Shatner involved somehow, and I have to. It, you know what? It probably won't happen. I mean, they had a chance to get Shatner on the Enterprise show before they canceled it and wouldn't do it. And I don't know. I, I It's just they have to fix Captain Kirk cannot be dead. He must <laughs> yeah. be resurrected. So yeah. if, unless they find a way to get him back to life in this movie, I, I have no interest in it. But I do have an interest in something else. <laughs> okay. The uh the it's the 40th anniversary of Star Trek this month and at the last minute uh um they kind of came out with a good idea. It is the Star Trek the original series remastered. And basically what they did was they went back on and they're going to go back on all the original series episodes they're going to completely remaster it. I've seen the comparisons the 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 film quality looks unbelievable. Compared to originally, they really made it a lot better. They're also going to be fixing a lot of the special effects. They're making all like the space shots, CGI, you know, they're going to make like the planets look more realistic. Wait, is George Lucas involved in this? Thank the Lord, no. Are they replacing people's faces? No, no. Changing voices? William Shatner is not going to be replaced with, uh, you know, whoever they're going to hire for the new Star Trek film. No. Is is Louis Anderson doing all the voices? No, Louis Anderson's not. Actually, James Doohan, (laughs) who was Scotty, did a lot of voices on that show. Oh, yeah. But um, could you imagine Louis Anderson no, as no. as uh, Captain Kirk or Spock no. or? Uh... <laughs> oh, leave me up, Scotty! I need pudding. Louis, <laughs> Louis, Louis Anderson, uh, Scotty! I need more power. <laughs> Warp speed ahead. Uh. <laughs> They're fixing the CGI of the ships, and it looks it looks a lot better. So, in fact, they only started this like a cut like three weeks before the beginning of September. They started doing this, so it's going to be a rush job for them. But um, it, they got good people working on it. So I'm I'm looking, and apparently they they sold these episodes into syndication. Yeah. 
And again, the, we were in the New York market. You figure that, you know, hey, you know, you're going to buy it. It's going to be on a shown on a good time and this and that. Well, NBC. And when I posted this on message boards, everyone was, all these Star Trek friends were laughing. They're like, well, NBC screws Star Trek again. <laughs> Uh-oh. What now? Well, guess when they're showing these episodes? 3.35 a.m. That's so weird. Idiots. I don't know. If they put it on, it would get rate. If they put it on at a normal hour, yeah, yeah. people would watch it. Yeah. Especially, you know, like the 40th anniversary, remastered, special yeah. effects. Nah. I think people would watch that. Nah. Well, no, they, they're not. Idiots. That's so weird. Why would they even bother spending the money on it? I don't know. I mean, I, they should have just sold it to, like, Sci-Fi Channel or something like that. Well, speaking of uh, George Lucas... Oh, no. Remember we talked about the Star Wars DVDs that were going to come out yeah, this the, month? The original, yeah. original trilogy. Unaltered. But, but the thing was, again, people were mad because it wasn't remastered or anything. I'm not even a Star Wars fan, and it, it, it gets me mad. Now, here's the thing. They're releasing these things, but they're only going to be sold to the end of the year. Yeah. So there's probably very limited quantities. Now, I happen to see Best Buy was selling a, quote, limited edition version where it was the three movies, and they were in a tin case for, <laughs> yeah. like, $60. Well, in their infinite wisdom, I, again, I don't understand why these use things. They only had 20 per store. Wow. So they all sold out in, like, 10 minutes. And <laughs> All over the internet, these Star Wars fans are just going ballistic. So what I was thinking about doing, because I am insane, uh -oh. was... eBay? No, no, no. The, the, the set, those sets on eBay go for like $80 already. And this is what annoyed me, because again, I have to have everything perfect. The trilogy DVDs, when they came out in 2004, they had the three movies plus the bonus disc. Yeah. The widescreen version came in a silver-colored box with, like, silver cases. The full screen, the pan and scan, was gold. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, I'm thinking if I buy the full screen version, which is gold box, I can then buy these widescreen versions, which are gold. Now, in, in these versions, the widescreen are now gold. And the the full screen are now blue. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. You lost me. When it came out in 2004, the trilogy colored, it was widescreen was silver, full screen was gold. Okay. When they came out with these, these limited edition ones, the widescreen became the gold colored, and right. the full screen became blue. <laughs> okay. So in order to be perfect... <laughs> I would buy the old, the 2004 full screen version with the bonus disc in gold. Yeah. And then buy these full screen, I mean the widescreen in gold. So that I still have the bonus disc plus these and I have a box to put them in. And then I'll take the full screen bonus disc and just sell them on eBay. Oh, I got it. So buy another old version. 
Yes. Just so that you'll have something to put the new version in. Yes. I got you. All right. I am completely insane. I know. George Lucas <laughs> has driven me insane like millions of other people. The, like the fans are more insane than this guy. I know. Now, here's the crazy part. There are rumors. Oh. They're ta- this nutcase who's already talking about releasing the movies again <laughs> next year in 3D. <laughs> what? <laughs> All six. Obviously not IMAX. No. So they're already talking about releasing the movies again on DVD and HD DVD. Yeah. Uh, they've admitted that they've held back a lot of extras just for that. Because yeah. it would be, you know, 2007 is the 30th anniversary of yeah. the first Star Wars film. So you can just see... How much, how many more times they are going to release DVDs <laughs> and the movies themselves in the theaters of these films of in the course. next few years? Listen, the man has made a career out of one f- movie of, of Star Wars. At least with Star Trek, if you go and you buy the special edition, collector edition or whatever of all the films, you're going to get for each film, it's two DVDs. The movie, plus all kinds of deleted scenes, commentary, like tons of stuff already. That's it. You know, there's no 900 million different releases. <laughs> Can't take it. I know. Another DVD coming up. It's coming out November 7th, 2006. It is the Transformers the Movie remastered. Uh. It's two discs. One disc is the plain old regular movie remastered. Eh. Full screen, because the, the movie was shot in full screen. Yeah. Then the second disc, they're going to do what the the movie theaters did and make a matted widescreen, which means they chop off the top and bottom and do a fake widescreen. Why? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's essentially what you're getting in in this, this Star Wars. <laughs> you were getting the 1993 Laserdisc version, which was widescreen, but no, it wasn't really anamorphic widescreen. That's so you know, stupid. This guy is going to invent motion picture technology simply to give him another way of re-releasing <laughs> Star Wars and DVDs of Star Wars. I know, like 20 years from now, he's going to have to invent a new format just so he can release it again. <laughs> I mean, there's already video games now of Lego Star Wars. Yes. The entire Star Wars in Lego cartoon. As a video game. Oh. Yeah, that could be the next movie. He redoes the entire trilogy in Legos, <laughs> Legos. stop motion animation. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, jo- we're joking about this, but Louis Anderson versions, Lego versions. Hey, you're giving him my, we're giving him ideas here. You there's, can have Mr. Potato Head Star Wars. Oh, well, there's already the thumb version, <laughs> claymation, claymation. There you go, Gumby Star Wars. <laughs> Baby Star Wars. Like like Muppet Baby. Baby. (laughs) Puppet Star Wars. Puppet Star Wars. Yes. (laughs) 
Dr. Phil Star Wars. Oh, get out of here. You are not my sister. You are not my father. Use the force, Luke. Use the force. If you don't use the force, I'm going to come down there and beat you over the head with a bowling ball. (laughs) (laughs) What you got to do is fly through the Death Star and take out Darth Vader. You can do it. No, no. I believe in you. All right, no more. No more. All right. Um, oh, this is also in the uh, AOL Strange But Cool News. Vietnam's electric man was electrocuted. What? <laughs> Viet- <laughs> what is electric man? Vietnamese man. Is that, is that man, from So You Want to Be a, a Superhero? What is that? A Vietnamese man in his homeland was often on TV. He was Nguyen Van Hung. He was nicknamed Hung Electric. Electric man, what are you doing, <laughs> Stan Lee? You, you don't stop sticking your fingers in the electrical socket, man. You don't reveal your identity. <laughs> but anyway, this guy, he kept going on TV, like <laughs> touching electric cables and playing uh, with electricity and sticking his hand in the sockets. Yeah. And he said he was invincible. He could not, you know, he was like, you know, like Van Damme, like, well, I, I do split. Well, apparently this guy was working, fixing some kind of electric, uh, uh, electric pump, but he didn't cut the power supply, so he got electrocuted. <laughs> Big dummy. <laughs> yeah, so. Also, strange but cool news. Yeah. Some dingbat out in Washington, Gary Weddle, after September 11th, decided that he would not shave his beard until we captured or killed Osama bin Laden. Uh, that's never going to happen. So Yeah, so he still hasn't shaved his beard. So he looks like Osama bin Laden, this guy. <laughs> yeah, they're going to capture him. I, mean, I, don't, I feel bad for this guy because he's doing something, you know, he's, he's trying to be, you know, you know, diligent and he's trying to show his patriotism, but uh, it's, it's never going to happen, pal. <laughs> It's a lost cause. You know, unless he, he, he figures, you know, he'll wind up in ZZ Top. <laughs> yeah. Here's something I always want to know. What is the point of a scroll lock key on a keyboard? I've wondered that myself. Pointless. It is pointless. What is the deal with a scroll lock key? It's right there. Staring in the face, you hit it, the light comes up, nothing happens. Uh. Oh, real quick, one more thing about that upcoming Transformers movie re-release on DVD. Yeah. Um, again, November 7, 2006, and they're going to have special features. One of the complaints with the Rhino release a couple of years back was the lack of special features. This, uh, the, the upcoming re-release of the movie is going to have commentary and interviews with the voice actors and the director and all that. So it's, I'm really excited about that alone. 
But not about the live-action Transformers movie. Oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely not. Whatever. Oh, by the way, I just looked up the scroll lock on wikipedia.com. Uh, it says, the scroll lock is a key on most modern desktop computer keyboards, and it is a remnant from the original IBM PC keyboard. In the original design, scroll lock was intended to modify the behavior of the arrow keys. When the scroll lock mode was on, the arrow keys would scroll the contents of a text window instead of moving the cursor. Ah. Uh, and then, uh, you know, if you go down a little bit in the article, criticism. The scroll lock key is often criticized to be one of the more useless keys on the modern keyboard. <laughs> so you're right. You were right. Yeah. To this one date, more. the vast majority of computer users have a lack of of knowledge of the conception of the proper usage of the scroll lock key. Yes. You know, one thing I was wondering, I, I always think about like a musical, you know, music uh, songs and, and titles that really make no sense to me until I like look it up and I'm like, oh, that's what it means. Well, one is the Who's Eminence Front. Yeah. Remember that one? No. You don't, you don't remember Eminence Front? No. Like, do, 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 I might have to listen to it. Eminence front. No. Eminence front. No, not at all. Not at all. So I'm saying, what does this song mean? There's like no words. They just, it's like the whole, it's just repeating the same, you know, verse over again. Eminence front. And it just keeps going over and over and over again. And I, I'm thinking, why are they doing this? Are they trying to rip off Peter Gabriel or something and make this a ridiculously stupid and pointless song, which <laughs> is all he ever did? <laughs> but apparently Eminence Front, uh, Peter Townsend wrote it, and it has to do with taking too much cocaine. Okay. So there you go. You may not have known it, but we're going to be an educational show from now on. Oh, yeah. In addition to educating people with Dr. Julius Sumner Miller, and we Dr. Will educate Phil. in other ways. And Dr. Phil, yes. <laughs> All right. And uh, Dr. Emmett L. Brown. <laughs> 1.21-digawatt! You know, we, we talked about the horrible summer movies this year. Let me just run down the top, the list of top movies this week. You got Gridiron Gang, Black Dahlia, Everyone's Hero, never even heard of that, The Last Kiss, The Covenant, Invincible, The Illusionist, Little Miss Sunshine, Hollywood Land, Crank, The Protector. Like, what, what are these movies? And none of them are doing well. Yeah. And like the highest grossing movie that's out right now is Talladega Nights, which is uh it's oh. like a hundred and forty-five million. And Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, four hundred eighteen million. Other yes. than that, there aren't any movies that have cracked a hundred million. What's going on? This is uh, Leonard Nimoy. For anyone other than Bill Shatner, leave a message. 